It's the next level. You need a plan. I want to be on the radio. He wants to be on radio. But to be on the radio, you have to have a voice. You have to have some verbal ability. You hardly ever say a word. I talk. This is ridiculous. I don't understand. You need to grow up. Is that Pat? No way. Oh man, I love that guy. We'll put no more tears on the label. But it does make you cry. I know. Now for the show that's truly too hot to handle. It's the Melting Pack, and it starts right now. You're listening to the Melting Pack. Here's your host, Pat Joplin. Why, thank you, Jerome. Hey, friends, welcome to the show, the Melting Pack, here on the Next Level Network today. We got a lot going on today. A lot of sports today. Sorry, sorry everybody, but the Baseball Hall of Fame ballot is out, and I threw up on the old Facebook. Hey, who you got? And people actually answered. So we're going to talk about it at the end of the show. Um, yeah, that's what I had to tell you off the bat. Is that the end of the show? If you don't like sports, is not for you. We have a song for my new friends, Half Lives. So you will hear that. I hope I said that right. I did ask how it's pronounced, and that's what they told me. So. There you go. We will, <laughs> we will get to that. And um, what else are we doing today? We have a retail story. So there you go, everybody who's missed those. I, uh, I dug one out of the archives. Although, I don't know if I can call it the archives, because I don't remember telling it on my live show. I know what happened. I know I, like I wrote it all down, and I recently found that, uh, that file. I got a big list of stories. Anyway, I've talked about that. And I found one that I had not told. At least I don't think I did. Back in the day, definitely did not tell it on this show because I would have remembered that. I would have had that um, had that note handy, and I did not. So there you go. All right, uh, what else are we doing? Oh, I've been streaming pretty much all week on Twitch, so we'll talk about that maybe a little bit. And uh, AEW, All Elite Wrestling should be AER, right, for my purposes, uh, releasing three video games coming up. So we will talk about that a little bit as well. And that should be that for the show. All right? All right. So again, if you don't like sports, the end of the show is not for you. But for you know, for the rest of the show, I think you're good. Thank you, everybody, by the way, for weighing in on the daily podcasts. Again, it's just been really fun to put that together. So there you go. All right. Um, can we just jump in? I don't see what... Do I have anything else to tell you? No, not that I'm not going to get to later. So... There you go. All right, let's jump in. We got a retail story for you today, and this is one that, again, I'm not sure I told even on the live show, but I found this digging around some stuff, and I was like, all right, let's do it. And the story, I guess, I, I never really tried to give these titles, but there's always a quote from uh, from some idiot that makes me uh, kind of christen the story, and this one is none of these bags are big enough. So, a woman, sorry, a lady, walked into the store, and she's like, hey, I need a gift bag. So, and the gift was like a wide toy 
something or other. I don't remember what it was. It was, you know, a decade ago at this point. And again, lots of beer between then and now. And I just forget stuff. So there you go. <laughs> I use that joke already. I know. Um, not a joke. It really happened. I forget things. So it was like a wide box. And I wasn't sure because we had three different sizes of gift bags. And then there was like a big plastic thing for massive boxes that would have fit this, but it also would have been really big and probably a little tacky. So that wasn't going to work. I knew the extra large one wasn't going to work. So I was like, all right, these are the sizes. This is the biggest one. Um, I don't know, have at it. Because I always, what I did was I walked people over to where the stuff is because it's a lot better for me as a shopper. If someone says, oh yeah, it's over there, there is a 200% chance I'm not going to find it, right? And so I took that, uh, not that everybody's a moron like me, but I decided, hey, it gets me out from behind the counter and it's a better thing to do to say, oh, okay, I'll show you where that is. I'll show you what we have. I always thought that was better than, oh yeah, it's over there along the wall. So unless I was, you know, five customers deep in line and nobody was backing me up, then you'd have to be like, okay, yeah, it's over there. But generally speaking, I like to walk people over and go over and just show them what's going on. And then we talk about stuff and I get away from the counter for uh, a few minutes and that's always refreshing. So we're talking about it. Just, yeah, we're, I'm going to the party. Uh, I guess the party was either that day or later in the week or something. She's like, oh, I'm here. I might as well try to grab a bag. And again, it's like a wide boxed toy. I don't remember what the toy was. Something for her nephew or whatever. And she's like, I need a gift bag. It's going to fit this thing. And I was like, well, here's the biggest size we have. And she's like, oh, all right, great. Um, and it didn't fit in any of the bags. Like the biggest one that was there, it wasn't going to fit. I showed her the big plastic thing, wrap, whatever. She's like, no, no, I don't want that. That's too big. So she's like, all right, I'll figure something out. Thanks. And I thought, okay, we're done. You know, we could. I couldn't make it happen. I couldn't help her out. But I did all I could, I thought. And so I was like, okay, great. So I uh, I excused myself. I went back to uh, to grab some H2O and visit the little boy's room, as it were. Did I have to tell you that part? Probably not. But uh, it lends itself to the next part, because when I came back, not two minutes later, uh, there was a scene in the gift bag aisle. So let me uh, try to set this for you. They are The gift bags were against the far wall from the register. So the register's in the middle. And if you are, if you're looking at me at the register, on the left is the Vera Bradley stuff and all that nonsense over there. And on the right, the far wall is gift bags. So I'm like, okay, girl, like directly across from you, if you turn to the right from the register. So I come back from the bathroom and it's a scene over there. Customer was gone. Coworkers who were dealing with other customers at the counter said she uh she said thanks and then just left and none of them i guess thought to go over there because they figured oh well she didn't find what she's looking for so i go over there and every single bag had been taken off the wall even the ones that we knew were not going to fit this gift like the small and medium so i can understand like the large one you take them off to try to fit it and i don't know why you think that a different colored bag is going to be a different size i don't know maybe a manufacturer error i'm not sure but every single bag, and I'm thinking uh, probably, I don't know, 50, 60 bags. Is that too many? Does that sound like too many? I don't know. It was a lot of goddamn bags, you guys. And it was just like, I don't, I don't know. I guess her thought was she was going to try every single one, you know, time be damned. I'm not sure. Also, I don't know how no one noticed because 
this had to be one a time-consuming activity although she did it in like two minutes when i while i was at the bathroom so i guess not that time consuming but also there had to be some noise coming from over there but i guess if somebody is at the counter helping a customer they're not really uh tuned into what's going on on the other side of the store there so all right i give everybody a pass not that i'm you know indicting my former colleagues but uh it just seemed really strange to me that no one heard any of this going on because i'm sure she was like uh, 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 like frustrated making frustrated sounds uh may- but maybe not so i get over there and i'm just like all right and i'm trying to assess what happened and the only thing i could think of is she wanted to try like i said wanted to try every single bag for whatever reason and uh instead of doing what normal people do and putting them back on the uh, little hook there on the wall, she left them on the floor. Every single bag had been taken off the wall and left on the floor. She didn't even flatten them back out either. She took it off the wall, opened it, like put her hand in to, to pop it open, pop the bottom open, and pops the wrong word, but whatever, and realized the thing didn't fit and just threw the bag on the floor in front of her. And so I go over and just all over the floor, and that, well, I was like contained to the area where they were it wasn't like up and down the aisle but every single bag was on the floor and i'm just like all right well everybody else is kind of dealing with customers and i you know brought this lady over so i guess this is my responsibility now so uh that became my project that day so i had to i didn't have to but i i went and well i guess i okay when i say i had to i mean like this had to be done not like oh man i can't believe i gotta do this so I sat there, or stood there, and picked up every bag, flattened them all out, tried to make them look nice, and uh, put them all back on the wall. So that was my project for that day or evening, whatever, whatever time of day it was, because uh, I guess I did not give that woman the service that she uh, expected. She wanted to go in there, and uh, this is a gift store. Why can't I get a gift bag that fits my gift? And uh, she did not get that, and I don't know if she was upset with me or the store or just upset in general that... Now she had to go somewhere else to find a bigger gift bag. Uh, But the crux of this for me is that when she left the store, she knew I wasn't there at the register because you would have seen me because I'm, you know, 6'3 and look like I do. And (laughs) so that's the thing for me is she turned to the women who were at the counter and said, all right, hey, thanks very much. See you guys later. And just went on her merry way. God damn it. That is bold. That is bold. Again, I don't know how no one heard the supposed commotion that was going on over there while she's trying to figure out how to fit this gift in this bag, but uh, or in all these bags. But that was a fun little project that I got to do because I guess that lady did it out of spite. That's what I'm going to roll with because uh, I can't think of any other reason why you would, like what would possess you to take every single bag, even the ones you know won't fit your gift, and open them all up and try to get the gift inside. And uh, thankfully, somehow she didn't rip any of them. So I didn't have to, you know, damage anything out, do any paperwork. I just got to put them back up on the wall. And then uh, <laughs> I had that story to tell. And I told everybody at the at the counter, I was like, hey, that lady who left with, uh, you know, I walked over to the gift bag. And they were like, yeah. I was like, she took every single bag off the wall. And I just spent, you know, however much time putting them back on the wall. She's like, They were like, wait, what? It's like, yeah, they didn't fit, and she decided she was going to take every bag off the wall, and uh, that's what happened. And they were like, oh, my goodness. 
And I'm just like, oh, oh man. It was just, I don't know how I haven't told that already. But that's one where it's like, all right, like you seem nice. You seem like we're going to make a deal here. I'm going to help you out as best I can. You seemed very cordial. You seemed, uh, you know, disappointed, but not super upset that I couldn't help you. And then I turn around and like a small child, you have ruined things that you, I don't know, had no business. It was just really, it's like you turn around and the kid's drawing on the wall a bit, that kind of thing. Maybe that's a little different. Maybe, uh. A more appropriate comparison would be you turn around and the kid has dumped the entire box of Legos on the floor. Maybe that's better. But I I just, I don't know what possessed her to do that. I don't know what would possess you to do that unless you're just like, hey, maybe she is one of these people who who I had refused the coupon sale because she tried to use an expired one or use it on sale merchandise. That's the other thing is that she was playing the long game to get back at me for something like that. I don't know. But joke's on her. Because that uh, assignment got me away from dealing with other people. So uh, I would say that's a win for me. And, um, well, in a couple of ways. So there you go. Yes, she took every bag off the wall. Long story longer. She took every bag off the wall and left them on the floor when she realized they didn't fit. So, man, what a mess. And, uh, again, so glad I don't work at the store anymore. Although, I mean, dealing with those dumbasses is... um, was uh, just a pleasure for the most part, especially once I got an outlet to share all their stupidity. But, uh, you know, no, I'm sticking with my answer. Very glad to not work there anymore. (laughs) So there you go. Oh, man, we got some video game news for you. Yeah, we're jumping. I I don't care about transitions on this show. You know that. Um, Oh, let's let's do this first because I have a little update on something from a couple months ago. So I've been looking for a GarageBand equivalent for Windows, because I just want to make little um, instrumental music things, little guitar riffs, and or whatever, right? And I'm not talented enough to record all that stuff. So I want to make just music tracks, mainly because I'd like to use them on Twitch to play while I'm streaming a game that I have to meet the audio for, like Tony Hawk or, uh, or The Wrestling, because the music is licensed and some channels are getting taken down by playing licensed music, because uh, rights and all this. Same reason I can't play that kind of stuff on this show, because rights fees and all that, people want to get paid, and things like that. So, I found, or I guess rediscovered, that I have a Soundtrap account that I made years ago, and uh, actually, the music that you hear at the beginning of the show, the new theme music, I did that, and I recorded that on Soundtrap five years ago, and uh, put a little effect on it. It sounds really cool, I think. And so, yeah, that's where that came from. And I rediscovered that this week, and I am having a whole lot of fun making sweet tunes, and hopefully these will not get me in any kind of trouble on the old Twitch platform. Because, yeah, I've been uh, streaming almost all week, almost every day this week. And it's been really fun. Did some wrestling Monday, did some uh, Among Us on Tuesday, and I won as the imposter, which is insane. If you've ever watched me play and you know how sloppy I am as the imposter, it was uh, kind of miraculous in a way. Wednesday, tried a new game, Shakedown Hawaii, which was super fun, and I can't wait to get back on that one. And, uh, well, yesterday, tomorrow for me, yesterday for you, I did uh, Garfield Kart, which uh, is, you know, a Mario Kart clone with Garfield characters. And uh, I played it for, well, as I'm talking to you, I played it for about 15 minutes to get the... Uh, 
controller all mapped out and whatnot. So it's been fun. The tutorial was fun. So I'll dump, I'll dive. I was going to say jump, then dive, and it became dump. Anyway, uh, I'll get back into that on the stream, which you can see at twitch.tv slash the melting pat this weekend. I don't know what I'm doing. Well, I got to, Jill's got to cut my hair. Maybe I'll put that on Twitch. Would that be fun? No. By the time you hear this, it'll be done probably. So, <laughs> so there you go with that. Uh, but yeah, it's been fun. Well, streaming's just in general really fun, mainly because nobody really watches. I mean, they do, but like they're all friendly people who watch. Nobody's coming after me like, "Hey, you a hole" or whatever yet. So, because um, I don't have a lot of followers, I guess that's where that comes in. Like nobody is really seeing the things I'm doing, <laughs> which is pretty great. Uh, but speaking of video game news, let's uh, jump to the second part here. All Elite Wrestling announced uh, last week, two weeks ago, that they are working on three video games. Yes, three. Two mobile games, one console game. Uh, one of the mobile games is a booking simulator called Elite GM, where you are the general manager of the promotion, and you make the matches and set the roster and do all this stuff. And there are plenty of booking simulators out there. I've played one called Extreme Warfare Revenge, which is actually super fun and addictive and um a solid time but i don't know that you needed a separate one but hey whatever uh whatever helps them out gets the word out gets people doing stuff i don't know um not something i'll jump into because i've done it before and i don't need to get sucked into another one of those uh the other mobile game is called AEW casino double or nothing which is uh, AEW branded poker roulette blackjack slots and i think you can win uh, merchandise and maybe meet and greets. I think they said that. Um, it's all at awgames.com, by the way, if you would like to check out all this news and information. And finally, the console game is, quote, inspired by WWF No Mercy for the N64, which uh, in many people's opinions is the best wrestling game ever made. And the director who worked on No Mercy is working on the AEW console game. So that is very exciting. I think the biggest thing that I want from a wrestling console game at this point is less complicated controls. Like, I don't want to have to do a mini game to make somebody submit or to reach up a ladder and grab something down, like a briefcase or a championship belt. I don't want to have to do like four different things to go grab the whatever it is. Just let me mash buttons, right? Let me do that. It doesn't have to be complicated. You can keep it very simple and let everybody jump in and not really have a massive learning curve and be fine, right? That's why I love all those N64 games because anybody can pick up and get right into a match and be like, oh, okay, let me get the buttons. Let me get my bearings. And in 15 seconds, you know how you to play the game and win, right? So... I don't know. That's really what I want at this point. Like, graphics aren't that important to me. Like I said, I grew up on, you know, NES and N64 and all that. So graphics aren't um, the top of the list for me. Just make it simple enough that I can jump in and take a few minutes to learn the game and then go from there. That's me. I don't know. Maybe I'm alone in that. But um, there you go. So some new video games coming at some point. I don't have any release date information, but uh, AEW working on some new games and i am working on some uh, some new music for my twitch channel so there you go let me know if you'd like me to play uh 
a specific game or if you want to help me, uh, I think Soundtrap is uh, a collaborative tool. So if you'd like to help me out uh, in making some music, let me know. All right. That could be fun, right? Maybe, maybe we'll stream making some music. That could be awkwardly fun. Can it? I don't know. Anyway, there you go. That's all the stuff for that. Uh, (laughs) And those of you who do not like sports, your time is almost, well, it's almost time for you to skip to the end and say, I don't want to hear you talk about football or baseball anymore because we have a song to play from our new friends, Half Lives. And uh, yeah, they reached out to me on the old tweeter machine and said, hey, uh, this is actually the like third or fourth time it's happened where somebody's like, hey, here's my music. I see you follow these bands. And I'm like, oh, this is awesome. Can I play this on my show? And nine times out of 10, they're like, yeah. So this that's what happened here. They reached out and said, hey, here's the thing. And I said, great, let's do this thing. So that's what we're doing. I don't know. That's the end of that story. <laughs> There you can follow them at We Are Half Lives on Twitter. And um, according to that Twitter thing there, they will be touring the UK and Paris in July 2021. I don't know how recently that information was updated. I don't know what uh, lockdown situations are like over there. But uh, yeah, I say that as we here are uh, entering more lockdowns or going back to locking things down. So who knows? I do not know. But We Are Half Lives on Twitter. The rest of the stuff will be in the show notes. This is their brand new song. They sent me another one, and I was like, hey, why don't I play the new one? And they were like, yeah, sure. Sounds great. So <laughs> so this one just came out like a week ago. So that's fun. Yes, perfect. A little more than a week ago. Anyway, it is called Villain, Our New Friends Half-Lives here inside the Melty Pat on the Next Level Network.
There you have it, our new friends Half-Lives with their latest villain here inside the Melting Pat on the Next Level Network. Nailed it in one breath. That was, uh, well, that was tough. Oh my goodness. Give me a second here. <laughs> Thank you very much to our new friends for the tune. Go get it where you get the things. And again, follow them at We Are Half-Lives on Twitter. There you go. Do the thing and the stuff. They're going to hear that and go, what is this guy doing? We're going to block this guy. Get out of here. Or not. I don't know. Um, but there you go. So if you uh, <laughs> if you like it, check out more. And, um, I don't know, go do the thing. Okay, so if you do not like sports, this, uh, well, fortunately or unfortunately, depending on your point of view, is your time to leave. I thank you very much for hanging out today. Uh, let's see. Tomorrow's episode is, oh, yeah, Facebook Marketplace and how it's low-rent eBay. So check that one out in your feed. Next week, I don't know what's happening. I have no idea. Um, so we'll figure it out together, I guess. Uh, so there you go. Uh, again, thanks for coming, and I'll talk to you next time, whenever that is. For the rest of us, what are we going to start with here? Um, we do an NFL? Because that'll be faster. You want to do that? All right. NFL Week 11. We're doing the Colts. Taking on the Packers at Lambeau Field. I feel like I rebounded from that one. That was a weird start, but I got it. Uh, all right, here's the deal. I don't know what to make of these Colts. I really don't, because they can come out looking like garbage against the Ravens, and then a week later beat the crap out of whoever it was, or maybe I got that reversed. I don't remember. But week to week, you never really know what's going to happen with the Colts, because sometimes they'll roll out there and score 40 points, and other times they'll struggle to score 12. And so I don't know what's going on here. So here's my thing in picking this game. Or maybe I wanted to try to get a clean sweep of everybody picking one team. Maybe that's what I wanted because the Packers are legit and I feel like nobody's talking about them. I, this is the first time I'm talking about them this year. Uh, well, officially, Tim and I have talked about them. Or at least have talked about Aaron Rodgers and how great he is. Um, <laughs> so... Yeah, but this is their first appearance on the old Game of the Week calendar. So if the decent Colts show up, this should be a good game. I do think the Packers are going to win regardless because they're fantastic. And uh, like I said, Aaron Rod a few weeks ago, Aaron Rodgers was like, hey, why'd you guys draft a quarterback? I'm still here. And just proceeds to kick the crap out of everybody, which is awesome. And uh, I expect that to continue when uh, he leads the pack attack to victory 
over 48-year-old Philip Rivers, who, again, I don't know what to make of them, him or the team. I have no idea. So if we get those Colts who scored, you know, 50, 40 or 50 points against whoever it was they scored them against, then this should be good. If not, it's a slobber knocker, albeit a one-sided affair. Pat, don't usually pick a good game for these. Yeah, but I said last week I need to pick a trash one at some point, don't I? And does this qualify? Oh, full disclosure, this game of the week was almost uh, Bengals at, at uh, the Washington football team. All I almost did it. But then I saw this game, like, you know what? I've not talked about Aaron Rodgers officially, so there you go. He's great. Packers are great. Give me the pack attack at home. At home. Miss you, Captain. Over the Colts. There you go. All right, there's week 11 in the NFL, and we got a bunch of baseball news for you today. Uh, let's see. First things first, Kim Ang, I believe I pronounced her name correctly, was hired by the Marlins, and uh, in so doing, she has become the first female general manager of a men's team in, I believe, what is it, North America or worldwide? I don't know, but she's the new general manager of the Miami Marlins. That this is That's fantastic. I love it. She's been in the game for, I don't know, 30 years or so. She has been on teams or been in, been in the front office of teams that have won three World Series and been to the postseason, I don't know, 10 times or something like that. So she's been around winners. She's been a part of winners. And I think this is great. It's about time also, like for, well, number one, for her, because she's been in the game so long and, and done so well at what she's been doing. And also for a female to have a position like that, like, come on, really? Why does it take it so long? I don't know. But also, like, I just think, and this may sound weird coming from a straight white male, but when you, <laughs> that's never great to start off a sentence that way, Pat. But when someone sees that and they're like, hey, she's the GM of a major sports team, a major men's sports team. Wow. Little girls watching that going, wow. I can do that someday. Because you look at all that and you're like, I could never do that. They don't hire people like me. Well, there you go. Here's one. And I don't mean to say that like, oh, there's your token one. Like this is, it's going to take a lot to kind of shift the balance, I guess. But it's a good start. And she's a great candidate. She probably should have been GM years ago. Not necessarily of the Marlins, but like should have been a general manager years ago. But anyway, um, that's great news. I love it. Congratulations, uh, even though it's the Marlins. But, uh, you know, there you go. I can appreciate good news when it comes across the old desk. All right, bad news in baseball for the Mets. Maybe it's actually good news for the Mets, but not good news for Robinson Cano. He was again busted for performance-enhancing drugs and has been suspended. 162 games, yes, full season. Um, although, here's what I wonder. So, I believe the penalty, the wording of the uh, penalties, first time it's 80 games, second time it's 162 games. So, if we have a couple of shortened seasons, does his suspension carry over through those seasons? Like, if we go again and see a 60-game season, so he's suspended for all those games, right? Can he be reinstated in the following year? Like, say... All right, this is, I don't know how likely this is, but say the next two seasons, there are 60 games each, right? So that's 120. So 
does his suspension end after the first 60 games or does he not play until 162 games have been played? I guess that's my question with these weird scheduling they may have to do. I don't know. But anyway, he's what, 37, 38? I have no idea, but um, he will not be paid this year. So he's forfeiting 21 or $24 million. So that's helpful for the Mets, I would think, right? You don't have that money on the books. You can probably, it might make a little sense to cut him now. Like just, there you go, buy. You have to eat some money, I guess, on the back end. Or how does that work if he's suspended for a year, but he's got two years left, two additional years on his contract? If you cut him because of the suspension, is he still owed that other, you know, 22 or 36, whatever it is, million dollars? Like, how does that work? I don't know. I probably could have looked into this before I did the show, but I just thought of that now. How would that work if he gets cut, like, tomorrow? How would his contract, the rest of his contract, be paid? Or would it be paid? That's interesting. But in any case, um, he will not be playing at least in 2021. So there you go. There's some news. I don't know if that's good or bad for the Mets. It's not good for him, but there you go. And finally this week, our good news. The Hall of Fame ballot is out. And uh, I threw this up on the old Facebook. Uh, Somebody found a graphic or somebody, uh, Fox Sports, made a graphic. I shared it and said, who you got? And I never expect people to answer. I just kind of throw it out and see what happens. Uh, But people did. So we'll talk about that. And uh, let me throw out my, you know what I should do? Should I read all the names? Yeah, reading out loud is no fun. Um, Well, it's at the Melting Pat. I will put the uh, the graphic or a graphic in the show notes at themeltingpat.com for this week. So you can, uh, you know, make your own decisions. Maybe if you want to join the show and talk about this at some point before January when the ballot's announced, we can do that too. But uh, here we go. So there are, I don't know, 25 names on here, uh, a bunch of holdovers, some first-year guys. My definite's on this list. Let me do mine first, and then we'll get to everybody else's. Uh, Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens, obvious. Two of the best players at their positions in their generation, and they're not in because reasons, whatever. We've talked about that at length. Kurt Schilling, his... uh, Let's call it extracurricular activities aside. Tremendous player, should be in, and actually may be the closest to getting in. Uh, Jeff Kent, great second baseman. I've gone back and forth on Jeff Kent over the years, but I looked at his numbers again either last year or, re- or again recently, I should say. And uh, yeah, I'm in. Jeff Kent, do the thing. Billy Wagner is a definite for me. Uh, Manny Ramirez, he's in for me. Fantastic hitter. I don't care. Look, I've said before, I used to be a big anti-steroid guy, like, no, I don't want you in. But to be completely honest with you, we don't know that guys who are in the Hall of Fame already didn't use things that they shouldn't have been using because, you know, we weren't testing for all those things at that time, whatever, right? And also, I don't care that much. Like, you still went out and did it. If you want to put a little asterisk or you want to put a little, uh, oh, by the way, like a little red line, like, hey, by the way, this guy was uh, caught using whatever. I don't care. Like, just put him in. Maybe don't let him speak or something. I don't know. Put him in as, like, a, a separate thing. And I get that would be kind of the ultimate FU, right? You put him in, and you let him sit on the stage, but you don't let him speak. How humiliating would that be for the player? 
Like, I don't think you would go, right? Just, no, they're not going to let me speak. They're going to humiliate, you know, parade me out there. No, I don't know. Maybe you would. I don't know. But yes, Manny Ramirez is in for me. Todd Helton, Gary Sheffield, Scott Rowland. I've talked about all these guys um, as we've done this on the show. Those are my definites. Those who I would, if I had a ballot, those are the guys I would vote for. Um, I could be talked into a few others. Andy Pettit, Sammy Sosa. I've gone back and forth over Sosa on Sosa over the years. Um, you could talk me into it. I'm not, I'm not, you know, chomping at the bit to put him on, put him in there, but I could be swayed probably Tory Hunter, um, and Tim Hudson, who I looked at his numbers. He had a better career than I remembered. So I could be talked into it. I'm not saying I definitely, um, change my mind and put them on the ballot, but you could talk me into those guys for sure. Uh, but yeah, my definites, Bonds, Clemens, Schilling, Kent, Wagner, Manny, Helton, Sheffield, Roland. Those are my guys. Get in there and do the thing. Yeah, we're not reading all the names. Uh, Brian says, Bonds, Kent, Clemens, Wagner. I can be talked into others on the list, but those four deserve it. There you go. Tom McNamara says, Victorino and Roland. I like it. Phillies guy. Stick with it. Good stuff, sir. Tom Neville says, Bonds, Clemens, Manny, Sheffield, uh, Schilling, even though he's a terrible person. And Sosa, and now that the legacy guys are in, Todd Helton, Bobby Abreu, Aramis Ramirez, Tory Hunter. I, I don't know. You'd have to really convince me for Abreu and, and Aramis Ramirez, but everybody else, yeah, we could do that. Um, like I said, I could be talked into Sosa and Hunter. Um, I'm not like right now. I don't look at Bobby Abreu and Aramis Ramirez and think, yes, Hall of Famer. I guess that's, I guess that's me. I don't know. But thank you anyway. Joel says, see, this is what I was saying. Create a new wing of the Hall of Fame and put all the steroid guys in there. I'm fine with that. I have no problem with that at all. I don't care. Like, the point of the Hall of Fame is you're celebrating what these guys did on the field, right? That's the idea. Look at how great this guy was when he played. If you want to put a little, like, hey, this guy was also an a-hole who cheated, I don't really care. Like, I guess the only exception is Pete Rose, and I've made the joke um, with all almost all my fantasy baseball teams were named Free Pete Rose, but really, like, he did one of the things that is like in the bylaws of the baseball rule book: don't gamble on the game, and that's what he did. So I guess the exception to like guys who did things against the rules is Pete Rose, but everybody else, I don't care that much. I mean, I would love to see. Pete Rose in the Hall of Fame. I think he deserves it based on his um, on his playing merit. How about that? Is that the right way to phrase that? Uh, he should be in based on his numbers. But he did the thing that you specifically weren't supposed to do. So I get it. Um, but it also makes sense that he's not there. Like that's, I don't know. Uh, Ivan has, says Dan Heron times 10. <laughs> I like it. I support it. Uh, Dan Heron liked my tweet one time years ago, so I support that 100%. And uh, yeah, there you go. Thank you. Colin says, Andrew Jones, Manny, Helton, Bonds, Clemens, Sosa. Um, I don't know about Andrew Jones. I don't know. I feel like, yeah, he had, you know, 480-something. What do you have? Four, 400-plus home runs, I think, which is good, right? But He's known more for his defense, and I feel like if you're putting in Andrew Jones based on, and I did not talk to Colin about this, I'm just um, 
you know, taking a leap based on what I've seen other people say about um, Hall of Fame stuff. So sorry, Colin, if I am misrepresenting you, I don't mean to. But if you're putting in Andrew Jones and saying, oh, he was one of the best defensive players ever, but then you turn around and you try to deny Omar Vizquel because reasons, then I don't know. I don't get it. That's a comparison I've seen. Not saying Colin did that, but um, I guess the point I'm trying to make is it would take a lot for me to go and say yes to Andrew Jones. More than, say, Sosa. Then that's me. I don't know. But solid list, nonetheless. Thank you, sir. Jared says, not Bobby Abreu. <laughs> I like it. Instead of picking guys you want in, you want to pick somebody to exclude. I, I'm all for it. Go ahead. Go right ahead. Like I said, um, I'd have to be convinced to say yes to Bobby Abreu. Uh, thank you, though, for that. Fantastic. Vito says, Bonds, Clements, Helton, Jones, Kent, Roland, Schilling, Sheffield, Vizquel, Wagner. Ten? I don't even think I had ten, and I usually do. Um, good stuff. No Manny, because he got caught in the era of PED testing. No Sosa, because he's getting like 13% of the vote through eight years and is a lost cause. So here's my question. When you look at the ballot and say, Yes, this guy. Yes, this guy. No, that guy. Do you, and this is for everybody, do you take into account how far away he is from being eligible, uh, meaning getting 75% of the vote, and how many years he's got left on the ballot? Because I rarely think about that. Like, I look at a ballot, and I go down the list and say, yes, 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 no, yes, no, right? I don't even think about, uh, at least not right away, I don't even think about whether or not they could get in it's whether or not I think they should be. I guess that's the way I want to phrase that. But thank you, Vito. That's a lot. That's a good list. I like it. Like I said, um, Jones is iffy for me. But uh, yeah, if you have one, uh, Andrew Jones, I think you got to put in Vizquel. So there you go. And some love for Sheffield. Thank you for that. He's not the only one who said Sheffield. I know that. But there you go. And finally, oh, Glenn, thank you so much, man. All the Royd boys should be in. Don't want the Hall of Fame filled with vanilla midgets. <laughs> I think that's good a place as any to stop the show, right? <laughs> so thank you, everyone, who weighed in on the uh, Hall of Fame. If you'd like to join me on the show or dispute any of the nonsense that I just spewed at you for the last however many minutes, let me know. I'm everywhere at the Meltic Pat, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and .com. You can also, if you'd like to yell at me, leave a voicemail, 209-867-7638 or send a text to that number with all your questions, concerns, comments, observations, and, of course, corrections. And there you go. All right. Also, the network, thenextlevelnetwork.com, and on Facebook at The Next Level Network. So do the thing over there. I'm doing 30 in 30 days in November. Ben is also doing the spotlight in, uh, I think it's, let me think here. I should have written this down. I said this last week. I know he's got new episodes in December. I don't know if he's premiering any new ones in November. I don't know. He told me, but I forget. And maybe I shouldn't be telling you that, but nobody listens to this part anyway, so it's fine. Um, thank you to Half Lives for the tune. Again, go get Villain. Where you get your tunes, all that information will be in the show notes. And um, thanks for watching me on Twitch. Thanks for hanging out on the stream and uh, telling me, hey, you're not so bad. I really appreciate it. And uh, again, if you'd like me to play something specific, let me know, and I will do my best to accommodate you. Otherwise, come hang out, watch me play Among Us, or make a wrestler, or um, 
try to figure out Shakedown Hawaii. I don't know. But let me know what you'd like me to do. All right, there was a coin in there. I coughed mid-sentence, and it was awkward. Um, but that's it. Thank you. We're all done. We're good. We are good to go. I am getting out of here. This is a lot of work for me on the back end. What do we got here? Why don't I minimize the other thing? Oh, boy. No, that's not too bad. All right. <laughs> I don't know why I keep thinking of that, but oh, a lot of work for me tomorrow. So there you go. That's our show. Many thanks for hanging out today. Whatever you got going on this weekend, enjoy it. Wear your mask, social distance, all that stuff. Don't be an idiot, all right? Don't glue yourself to the news because not a lot of good's coming out of that. Right? Right? I don't know. All right. That's all. Jeez, <laughs> oh, this has been an 8 Boiler production. So until next time, tomorrow, or whenever you decide to jump back in, oh, have fun, be safe, thank a veteran, and of course, don't do anything I wouldn't do. G-Love and Special Sauce with Cold Beverage. They're going to play us out as they always do. Philadelphonic.com for more from them. And that, my friends, is our show. Again, thank you so much for listening. That is all. You've been inside the Meltic Pat on the Next Level Network. Go crap open a cold one. Yo, could I get a cold beverage? I need some leverage. A sweaty outside, some lemonade will be nice. Of a spice from the top to a VK. Got a vodka, a drink, but cross. Got the bait on the front porch. Yeah, I got some ice tea. If you like a taste of tea, then come along with me. Summertime is steaming, don't give me no bugs. Glass some ice and a dash of a mint. It's my teeny time. Yeah, yeah, feeling cold. And bring your own beverage. It's me, so it's cold. I like cold beverage, yeah. I like cold beverage, yeah. Please fix me a large slice. Summertime is cool, the heat is getting old. Yeah, have a beverage, space so it's cold. Cold, 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 cold. Something from the bar. Yeah, I like cold beverage. Yeah, I like cold beverage. Yeah, I like cold beverage. Yeah, uh, cause I'm feeling kind of party. Stick it in the fridge, 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 stick it in the fridge. And the go girl work the cold one. Go girl work the cold one. What? Go girl work the cold one. Go girl work the cold one. Yo, where I'm fishing? Let's keep one thing clear. The bait's over there. The brew's right here. Two six packs in a big bag of ice. And you look at the bite, but the brew tastes nice. Back to the ball. So every jack of reason I collide. Need a whole lot of them food drinks to catch me up. But I must tell you, I'm the cool aid kid. My drink, please stick it in the fridge, cause I like cool beverage, yeah. I like cool beverage, yeah. I like cool beverage, yeah. Uh huh, I'm kinda thirsty. I like cool beverage, yeah. I like cool beverage, yeah.